fighting to combat tyranny one state at a time starting with wisconsin this is the badger state resistance podcast brought to you by liberty and freedom and welcome back to the Badger State Resistance Podcast. I am your host, Justin, and today we are going to talk about what I thought of last night's gubernatorial debate uh, and and some of my takes and what I think. Today's podcast is brought to you by Harbortown Crafts. Folks, oh, excuse me, Harbortown Crafts. Wisconsin-based, Patriot-owned company. Uh, fantastic products, fantastic uh, time, their time. Lee, uh, very timely. Uh, reach them at Harbortown Crafts 1231 at gmail.com or on Facebook at Harbortown Crafts. Okay. So last night, the regular Joe, uh, Joe Giganti, uh, ha- hosted a gubernatorial debate here uh, in Northeast Wisconsin in the Howard area at a Catholic, new Catholic school in the area. And I got to tell you, um, I think that there are multiple I, I I can't say that I loved the the way it was uh, administered and I can't say that it was bad okay what I will say is in my humble and honest opinion uh, with no uh, I mean obviously there you may feel that there's a bias but no bias in this uh, I do believe Tim Rantham won the the uh, debate and here's why the question about election integrity uh, is the one that stands out obviously the most to me. I think it's the number one topic across America and is the number one item when it comes to the election. We have seen plenty of irregularity and and illegal guidance and all this other stuff for far longer uh, than just the 2020 election here in the state of Wisconsin. We've talked about the 2018 gubernatorial election that I don't think that Tony Evers truly was uh, elected by the people. I think that there was a ballot dump, and and that's why uh, mail-in ballots, in my personal opinion, need to become uh, you know more and more... Um, rare they need to become rare uh because because i think it gives them an opportunity to see what they need democrats need and i don't believe that for one second that the democratic party wants to play fair in any way shape or form when it comes to our elections or managing our country and states as for all uh period they just they just don't have an interest so the election integrity question the the question was posed and and, and i'm going to tell you i don't really like the layout of the question and the question was you have to give uh, a yes or no and then why your reasoning behind as to why and tim rantham flawlessly went through that question he said yes and went through gave examples talked about the issues and if anybody would have know um, about whether or not the election was truly stolen or not or it, it would be tim 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 spent a lot of time in our state legislature and working with people from all over the country uh doing so uh rebecca gave the the let me dance around and let me walk around the question blame the wec talk about suing the she's the only one that sued the wec which we know that was a ploy uh you know that was an optic okay so so she didn't really answer the question uh and and rightfully so i think you know joe stopped her gave her three opportunities to to correctively answer the question again i think that if the question would have been 
been, you know, you need a yes or no answer in this. And then if the candidate refuses to answer yes or no, then it's an automatic no. They didn't believe it. Okay. Uh, if you truly believe as a, as an individual or a candidate uh, that the election was, was stolen, uh, you know, from the people, you are not going to have a problem saying, yes, it was stolen. Okay. Anybody else is going to dance around. And I think it's because they're trying to appease to either moderate Republicans who are not going to vote for Democrats in the cycle because of gas prices and the inflation and everything else that's going on, the crime surges. But I think they feel like they have to appease, you know, the, the, you know, the moderate Dems. And again, uh, moderate Dems are going to vote against their own party because of not the election, but because of the the gas prices and the inflation and this crime surge and, and the fact that their their quality of life is is much less uh, than it was two years ago. So. So I just think it was a poorly asked question by regular Joe uh, in, the, in, in the, the aspect of give them the opportunity to spill out every part of it, okay, what they truly believe, and then force the yes or no at the end of the question. Because what we witnessed, it was Rebecca Clayfish dancing around, you know, the, 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 the question, right, whether it was stolen, yes or no. So clearly from, from that response, I think that Rebecca has, well, one, we know for a fact Rebecca has changed her stance. I mean, she went on to the WISN in in Milwaukee area and was on, is recorded saying that Joe Biden won the election. Fair and square, right? We, she she was there saying that stuff. So, and then as you know, things came out with Sheriff Schmalling and others. Uh, we see uh, that. Yep, uh, I got to change my tune now. Kevin uh, Nicholson, I, I would have liked to have been, and this is where I didn't like the way the question was done. And and Joe Giganti should have had Kevin Nicholson elaborate because I am very curious as to what Kevin believes. And I think as a voter and as voters, we need to know how these individuals each think. Uh, I'm sure Kevin has talked about it, and Kevin is more than welcome to come on to this podcast, and, and he'll be treated uh, fairly because, again, I don't think Kevin's a bad candidate. Uh, I think that in, in our in our state, uh, Tim and Kevin, Tim Rantham, that is, and Kevin Nicholson are the two candidates that uh, for governor that that I think are are, are there. They they've got the idea. They got the right persona. They've got the right vision. In my humble and personal opinion, okay. But the way Kevin answered that question, I, I have a little bit of an issue with, and I would have liked to heard the elaboration. And that was his answer being he believes illegal activity activity occurred. Well, if illegal activity occurred in an election, then there was the election fraudulated or not. Okay. So, so to say that fraud didn't happen or to not answer the yes or no question, but then to say, yes, there was a legal activity. Same with Rebecca Clayfish. I just, I have a, I have a huge issue with, with the way that question was, was asked and the way that they were answered by two of the three gubernatorial candidates. Now, uh, Tim Michaels, not showing up to this event, uh, folks, you got to remember for most of you that are listening to the Badger State Resistance, you guys are very involved people into our election system. There are a ton of people throughout our state that really just want to live their lives and don't really want to be bothered by politics, but yet they're very upset with the way this country is going. 
Okay, so they only will kind of focus on what is put out there by the the mainstream media. And again, the second that Trump endorsed him, Michaels, that gave him a massive boost uh, throughout our state. That is why when I say we need to know who our candidates are uh, in each race, it's very, very important that not only do you know who your candidates are, but you advocate their message because their message is in many cases yours or damn near as damn, very damn close to what your message is. Okay. So, because people may not know uh, who Tim Rantham is or Kevin Nicholson is. The people may not know, you know, who, who Jonathan Wickman is or Pat Tesson is. Uh, people may not know who I am. Okay, uh, or or uh, you know, or, or Amy, right? People may not know, so it's why it's so important that we have the volunteers, and the volunteers are out there, uh, you know, advocating. Whether it's going to a bar and you take a a stack of ten, fifteen uh, cards and and push them out, just here you go. Look into this guy, especially if you're in, in an area with like-minded individuals or your friends and neighbors, and keep getting the conversation rolling. This is how we actually get the America First candidates to win the elections. So Tim Michaels, yeah, it's going to hurt him uh, you know, through the media and on regular Joe show, but in the reality of things, it's not really going to hurt him all that bad because he did do an event tonight in his area, his hometown area uh, of Lamira, which I know is not far from where he actually lives. Uh, and, and it was at a gun range. So he was going to have plenty of support that was going to probably go to that event. I haven't seen pictures or heard anything yet, uh, but I'm sure there was plenty of media attention and other things there. So, so he doesn't need these debates he doesn't need them. That's why when if folks, if you are ready for something different, it is so important that you get involved. So I thought that the question, all three candidates uh, did okay when it came to the question about, you know, the border and illegal immigration. Uh, I think Kevin Nicholson probably is the the strongest when it comes to that topic, uh, but Tim Rantham was right up there with him. Uh, so uh, Becky just, I, 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 folks, I think Becky just doesn't sound like she's really paying attention. I mean, I heard multiple things that were said uh, in the debate where I know they came from this platform words that have come out of my mouth uh, Becky talked about people being jealous of Florida uh, I'm the only candidate statewide that has been talking about that uh, so I know that Becky uh, listens to the show so uh, Becky hello or Becky team hello uh, you all need to figure out how you're going to get Rebecca to seem a little bit more uh, with it with the people because I just don't, I just don't see how, how this 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 is going to work. Okay, especially going up against a Trump endorsed candidate, a state legislature, and, and a guy that's backed by uh, a ton of sheriffs and, and state police officers or departments, uh, just like you are. So I I think that there's some work that has to be done. But if we, you know, for the most part, I think the questions were all answered pretty closely. CRT, uh, I think they all agree that CRT needs to come out. They've all talked about medical freedom uh i think that it just goes back to action plan 
and needs to go back to action plan and what what people have done uh, for medical freedom for C, you know the fight against CRT the fight against election integrity uh, the the all of it right so election uh, let's go to medical freedom rebecca clayfish can say all day long that she was out looking for candidates to run in the 2020 election but the reality is is while she was out she should have been advocating for medical freedom okay uh especially being somebody that everybody knew was going to run everybody knew she was going to run uh kevin nicholson i have heard kevin nicholson talk about medical freedom he answered the question correctly tonight or last night uh but the reality is is when we look at what he's i mean his no better friend corps amazing organization folks by the way uh it really focused on the education and 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 critical race theory uh being pushed onto kids and and the the hypocrisy and the divide that's being pushed amongst our students and our you know our children so but then you look at tim rantham Okay, Tim Rantham wrote five bills to try to end Tony Evers' illegal mandated lockdowns. All right, Tim Michaels, we don't even know if he was in the state. We don't. Uh, we don't know where he was, to be brutally honest with the folks. So it's going to be a question of look at what they've done in the past. Critical race theory. Timothy Rantham is on a school board. So that is our responsibility to look at how Tim voted on the Kewaskum school board. And and if Tim was there standing up for the children, that is a legislative role within a school district that Tim would have a, a the ability to show people that he was for the students and not masking them, not forcing vaccines on them. That's a huge thing. Plus he also has the five authored bills. Kevin Nicholson when it comes to again, you know, his strong suit is going to be critical race theory. I think that Tim Rantham could probably give him a ride uh, for his money on it, but only based on you know what his uh, you know record is with the school board of Kewaskum. Uh, but but uh, Kevin Nicholson's going to take take it there. He, he traveled the state all over the place, brought in great great speakers uh, to to work to you know bring awareness to the critical race theory. That was shocking our state and our country. Uh, Rebecca Clayfish, um, what did she do? Did she go speak at a single school board meeting? Because from my knowledge, she hasn't spoken at a single one. Not one. I don't think there's been a single single time she did endorse some school board candidates she did go and get her team to go out and do some door knocking campaigns i'll give her that uh, i believe it was for mtsd um school district i could be wrong so you know you got to give her the credit there and then as of course tim michaels his children graduated from school in connecticut and new york city so so it's it's really going to come down to who's got who's got the the actual the actual uh, proof of what they have done. You know, we're going to be talking about the lieutenant governors. There are two patriot lieutenant governors that that alleged patriot lieutenant governors in the race that say that they've done all this, but we're really going to go into what they've actually done. Uh, and then, you know, of course, Jonathan Wickman's got the proven track record of speaking at school district boards and standing outside of, of hospitals and medical freedoms and all that other stuff. Uh, we're going to go through all that.
You know, we're going to talk about Pat Teston uh, and then in, in all the all the races. But I just I thought it was appropriate to really come on here this evening. And yes, this will be a shorter podcast, but I would love the interaction and conversation. You know, whether you agree, you disagree with me in the comments on social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, True Social. Uh, and, and tell us why you think, you know, Tim won or lost or Kevin won or lost or Becky won or lost. Uh, I want it to be productive. Again, at the end of this, once this primary is done, all right, and I'm going to say this for everybody, and that includes if the candidates in which I don't support through this primary process, uh, if they don't win, and let's just let's just hypothetically say that Rebecca does win, we have to get Tony Evers out. Okay, it is easier to deal <clears throat> with our, with our own house when our own house is in charge because nobody wants to be primaried by their own house. So we're going to have to get behind all these people and we're going to have to understand there is a Lieutenant governor candidate that has openly gone out (coughs) and said that they will not back the primary winners. And I think that that's going to be notable. That's very notable. And will need to be talked about. Because that individual, one, I don't believe has even the slightest amount of a chance to win. But if, God forbid, uh, uh, an imposter like that that's not willing to back the conservative movement all the way through to beat Tony Evers uh, wins, I think it would be important for us to start a writing campaign at the lieutenant governor's race. And we will get to that. We're going we're gonna to bring all that stuff up. It's important for people to understand and know. We need you to be sharing this podcast. We need you guys to go give us that five-star rating. Uh, share the heck out of the, 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 the every, just everywhere. Talk about it. You know, turn people on to it. We're bringing on uh, over the next five, six weeks, we're going to have a ton of primary candidates on this show. We're working out the details and scheduling. We just set up a live with an attorney general candidate for the 11th. We'll have that posted up um, either today or tomorrow. Uh, so look for that. Uh, it is very important that we know. Okay. So again, you know, with Donald Trump not backing the guy that we thought he should have it's important to make sure that the voters throughout our state that are misinformed and only seeing what the media shows them become informed very important whether that means whether you like kevin or whether you like tim rantham or whether you like becky period it is brutally brutally important that we make sure individuals know who everybody is and what they stand for and their track record in history. We cannot continue to uh, elect wishy-washy candidates. So with that being said, we'll be back here tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. And and I hope you're the, the weather, I hope you're enjoying the weather. Get some fishing in, you know, getting those tree stands checked out. Uh, we're gonna be also doing some some discussion on on some DNR stuff coming up very soon. So all right, folks, have a wonderful day and we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs>